Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Welcome back to An Athlete's Journey. I'm your host, Travis Reed. And today I got a special guest, somebody I just most recently met. We finally got, you know, together. Uh, we, <laughs> our time zones is, uh, we're off a little bit, but that's okay. But the fact, you know, she is in Boston and, you know, I'm in LA, you know, Lakers, Celtics, and, you know what I'm saying, you know, Red Sox, Dodgers, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'm happy for her, you know, that she came on, but I hate her teams. I hate her teams. <laughs> well, they're not doing you know. so hot this year, so don't worry about it. It's, it's no, no. well, Boston is doing great. Boston is doing great. You know, they're first place. I think they have a chance to win the championship, but uh, the Celtics, you know, so. Yeah, uh-huh. my mind was thinking Patriots because they're like, no. <laughs> well you lose the greatest player of all time it's hard to you know i know it's hard to rebound it's hard to you know replace that you know what i'm saying i think it's really hard to replace that um to be honest you know uh, i'm a tom brady fan you know so you know i was uh i was a fan of him back uh way back in uh michigan you know because my uncle's a huge yeah. michigan fan so i you know i wanted to see what he'd become i never knew he would become what he became obviously but you know the fact that he's doing it like you know he's he he did it big you know if you want to say you know what i'm saying so but before we get started with the show we got to you know give shout out to the sponsor bet online um with the nfl playoffs you know coming to a conclusion in the nba season starting to you know get going really uh really good you have the you know odds excuse me Sorry about that. You have the odds that you can get, you know, for bet online. Just use our code BLEAV and you get the 50% off discount. That's BLEAV. Bet online where the game starts. Now, now we got that out the way. <laughs> uh, please introduce yourself to the people. Yes, sir. Hi, everyone. I'm Colleen Greco. I am a joyologist. And I am so happy to be here today. And yes, my mind has been on football as of late uh, because you know, it's, it's tough living in Titletown because, you know, especially raising kids, right? Like my kids only know a winning record. So like to, to have, to have a, a well, a losing record <laughs> these last <laughs> couple of years, it's like, I, I've completely lost sight of the Celtics this year. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on with hockey. And I hear baseball might be coming back around with spring training soon. I have no clue. I'm like completely lost because we're so focused on football. So apologies. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Like I said, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the dynasties have all eventually end, so we just hopefully figure out what's the next move for your next team yeah, or for the exactly. next, you know, next next generation or whatever. So, well, all right, we'll get right into it. Um, did you ever play sports growing up? I did, yeah. And I was thinking about it as we were getting ready to talk today. Like, what got me into sports? And I have no idea. I mean, I remember playing baseball, like t-ball part of my church league before I even started kindergarten. So mm-hmm. I, I've always been involved in sports. Um, basketball was my favorite. 
And then second to that was probably softball. I can barely swim. Right. So like, you, you got to know what you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say I can basically not drown, but I don't know if I could save anybody else's life. Um, but yeah, I grew up playing sports and um, I, I think that was probably one of the greatest parts of my upbringing. You know, everything I did was active and it was amazing and still, still very active today. Maybe not, not as much as when I was a teenager, but yeah. Of course, sports. Of course. No, of course. Now I understand that, you know, growing up, in my family, it was, you know, a lot of that where my dad, he played sports. My mom, not so much, but she was a sports fan. So she didn't mind yeah. coming to the games and being that mom, like, you know, bringing orange slices and things like that growing up, yeah. you know, <laughs> and bananas. And like, she would chop them up in the morning and I'd be like, oh, that's good. You know, like you just don't realize like, oh, mom, that's, the, you know, until I had to be that for my son, I would just bring like, you know, bags of potato chips and apple. Yep. That was my thing. I just, you know, when my son played soccer and he was like five, I was that dad. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing what my mom did. I'm going to just, here, take these chips, take this apple. All right, cool. Yep. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, I'm the youngest of seven. So I think in a way it was probably a way to keep me busy, but I don't remember it being like a discussion. I just knew I loved it. I got really excited to go to any of my practices or games. Like it felt very like organic to me and my other brothers and sisters are not, I'd say athletically gifted (laughs) (laughs) couple, a couple have potential, but um, yeah, it was just a thing that I was just always involved in. Okay. So uh, my next question would be this. Uh, Obviously you played sports, you know, all all the way up through high school. Yes. Yep. Okay. So when you went to college, would you did you get a scholarship or was it just like you walked on and kind of, you know, started doing what you, you know, your profession was? Yeah. So I I was not a college athlete. I wish I was, <laughs> <laughs> but I picked up running, which I thought was really great. And I realized how much of like sports and running were so important to my mental health and stress relief. Mm. Um, but I didn't get into becoming a joyologist and working on mindset until about uh, probably like five years ago now. Okay. okay. Um, so it, it was, there was a lot of time in between where I was, um, my profession was, I was in, uh, marketing leadership in an IT company. Mm-hmm. So I was doing something totally different. Um, but you know, physical activity and physical fitness has always been, you know, core to who I am, you know, any, you know, on any given day, I would be out there training for, you know, a half marathon. I've done one marathon. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Maybe never, maybe never again, but I, I don't know. Still like holding out hope that I'll get a second one under my belt. Um, but yeah, always training for something. And, um, you know, I, I did a lot of, I spent a lot of time in CrossFit. So when CrossFit became big, like I did a lot of CrossFit. I love weight training, um, all of that. Okay. Okay. So we're going to get into the opposite of conversation. What made you get into mental health, uh, especially, you know, in, in your, in your life? Yeah. So I think I've always been a really like compassionate, empathetic person. Mm-hmm. I've always just been about, um, community and building relationships with people. All of my jobs, if I take a look back, were all relationship-based, customer service-based, things like that. Even my IT marketing 
career was all about relationships, like getting other companies to sell our stuff and market our stuff. It was all through relationships that that happened. Um, so that's where I see the connection as to how I made it over to this side. But um, about uh, six years ago now, my uh, son was 10 at the time. He had a suicide attempt and it caused my family obviously to collapse. And in the early days, I did not handle it well. And I ate and drank my way up to weights I hadn't seen since my pregnancies. So I was way, way up and um, felt like I wasn't being the best role model for him. And in order to heal him and heal my family, I had to make some drastic changes. And so I sought the help of a nutrition coach and he was great in the beginning. And when I was getting closer to my, my weight loss goal, overall, I lost 52 pounds and I've, I've kept it off for four and a half years, um, five years now. Uh, but when I asked him to help me develop strategies to, you know, make it so that I didn't have to do this journey again, like, how do I like conquer this beast and not have to, you know, stay on this hamster wheel of like dieting and self-sabotaging and numbing the pain and all of that, he responded with, I'm not your therapist. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's not the right answer. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kind of like, yeah. But I was like, Ooh, opportunity. So I know I can do this better than you can because you don't see the connection between mindset and nutrition. And not that I'm sitting here eating carrots all day, not that kind of nutrition, but how to fuel your body and treat it well. So it can do the things that you want to do. You know, you want to go play pickup basketball. You can't do it if you eat Twinkies, like for six meals a day, every single day, right? You, mm-hmm. you put mm-hmm. in sludge, you get out sludge, but more so the mindset piece. How do I not use food and alcohol to avoid the issues? right? How do I look at the stories that are keeping me stuck and figure out a way to reprogram my brain so that I don't believe those stories anymore and I can let them go. And that's what I discovered. Um, Since he wasn't willing to help me, I had to help myself. And so I developed those strategies and said, this is what I want to do. Like it, it revealed to me my calling because I realized People don't know this information. I just had a discussion with a woman today. I'm looking at my paper to verify her age. She's 71. So she has been on this planet for 71 years and she doesn't know what a carb is. Hmm. I'm like, (laughs) how? How? When there was this whole like no carb movement. I don't know if that was the 90s or early 2000s. (laughs) But you know the time frame when everybody's like, no, we're not eating carbs. We're afraid of carbs. How do these people not know what carbs are and aren't? The truth is they don't. There's so much bad information out there. And that's been my goal this whole time is to get rid of the terrible information, educate people on, you know, the foods their body needs to feel the way that they want to feel. I don't want to coach somebody down to like a size two bikini body model, right? If they're comfortable in a size 10, awesome. Or a size, you know, 36 or 34 in men's, right? Like, I don't care what their goal is. I just want them to feel amazing in their own skin. And so that's when the joyologist was born, when I realized that, you know, nutrition and mindset 
cannot be broken. You have mm-hmm. to deal with them together and heal all of that, um, like trauma, if you will, and all the bad information that you've learned over the course of your life and get you on a path to feeling better. Well, first, I want to say the person that, that lived to 71 and doesn't know what a car was, that's a, a feat in itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a feat. Um, second, that is a you know amazing story because I think that more people should have what, you know, the mindset of you, like the joy. And like you said, like you're not just eating carrots all day or anything yeah. like that. And I think the the perfection perfectionism that we have to deal with a lot, uh, you know, in society, today's society of like, you got to be, you know, size two and like really slim. And that's not really, you know, reality for a lot of people. So what you're saying is like, get to a weight that you're comfortable at that way you can maintain yourself to where like people is not eating. I don't know. I got to eat a salad for, you know, a month straight and nothing else a salad and an ice to try to lose weight. You know, I almost never have salads. I need food. (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) And I have a client that, you know, to the, to the size two thing. um, I had a client, uh, let's see, she was six, one. So tall woman, right. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. a big frame, just, you know, if you broke her down to skin and bones, she would still be wide. Right. She just had a big frame. And so like, I think, I think when we started, she was like 260 something pounds. She only wanted to get to 230. Fine. Whatever. She's running every day. She's lifting weights all the time. Like she is healthy. Who cares about the number? It's gotta be the way that you feel and the way that you talk about yourself and treat yourself that really matters. No, it makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So Obviously, after you dealt with the your uh, trainer and you lost the weight and, you know, you thought like, OK, now, how did you figure out a way to get it out to the public? <laughs> I'm still working on that, I think. And I, I, <laughs> honestly, I think I'll do that until the day I die. Right. <clears throat> because, you know, I think people need to hear something, you know, a dozen times or so before it really sticks. So <laughs> be on podcast for the rest of my life. Um so, you know, the first way I started, you know, initially was just coaching people I knew. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing this now. You've seen my journey. Um, 52 pounds is significant. So that catches people's eye and they know, like, and trust me. So let's try it. Um, but beyond that, it was, you know, they would just refer me other people. In the last year, I've started my own show. That's been helpful as well. Um, and going on shows like like yours, just trying to do whatever I can. And then, you know, of course, I guess I'm not mentioning social media helps. Um, but just really trying to get the message out to as many people as possible. Like we spend our lives breaking ourselves down, criticizing ourselves, self-sabotage, self-deprecation. And like, that's not really fun. If you think about it on a very basic level, does it feel good when you're like, I'm an idiot? Does that feel awesome to you? No. It doesn't usually. <laughs> right. How about you start looking at yourself with grace and compassion and kindness and do this from like a loving place. And sure, you still have to like lose the weight and, you know, give rid of some old stories that no longer serve you, but let's try to have fun with it and do it 
with a with a lens of joy on in front of it and let's see how that works for you for me that's that's my weapon of choice is joy like all day long um because i also know what it's like to live in hell and i don't want to be there so i'm like <laughs> i could choose hell or i could choose joy i'm gonna go for joy right so and that's what i tell people even in the beginning you know i think sometimes these journeys can be really daunting for people, mm -hmm. especially if they have like a lot of trauma and like mm -hmm. things that they really need to let go of. And, you know, they're not like quick and dirty issues. They're deep. You know, I just try to tell them like, let's just take it one, one step at a time. Let's just like treat ourselves like a tiny bit better. How about that? How about mm -hmm. if we just, we're just like, I'm not going to criticize myself today, or I'm not going to criticize myself at this moment. Maybe in, you know, in the next hour, you don't do so well, but like, let's just try to make like a tiny bit of progress. And then over time, all those small incremental changes stack up to huge results. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. I feel uh, it's like a day, like brick by brick, day by day kind of thing. You know, like you don't have yeah. to be run 10 miles in a day. You can just 50 steps in a day. Then maybe a hundred, yeah. then maybe 200. Yeah. So just to get to that 10 miles. Yeah. yeah. Take the I, stairs I, instead of the elevator, right? Like I am like literally the only person at airports, by the way, that you will see taking the stairs. Like, there's, never <laughs> a line. there's never a line for the stairs. I take pictures all the time. I'm like, whoop, no line. Right. And then people going up the escalator. It's like, wow, how come the guy in front of me can't walk up the escalator? I'm like, I'm walking over here. See ya. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, no. And it makes sense. Like I said, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I had the same kind of journey when I, obviously I gained a lot of weight after basketball cause I wasn't working out the way I was saying, but I ate the, you know, kind of the same way. And so mm -hmm. like my doctor is like, yo, you need to lose about 20, you know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So he was yeah. like, here, walk 10,000 steps a day. So I would, you know, I, my job is I travel a lot. I go from store to store. So, um, territory manager. So like what I would do. Uh, was like when I got out the car, I would just stand in place, you know, for like <laughs> literally 10, you know, 50, 20 steps or whatever, just to get some extra yep. steps in. And people would be like, what are you doing? You know, it, it, but I was like, hey, I got to get to my 10,000 gold, you know, daily. So I understand that. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. And, you know, like anytime I travel, I, I just walk the airport. I don't want to sit there with people staring at me all the time, right? Like that's no mm. fun. And so I'm like, I'll just walk around. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So you said that you have, a, you know, obviously a show and you wanted to help a lot of people. How did you come up with the concept of like, you know, like, you know what, I'm gonna do this podcast, try to help people. Somebody said, I think you should have a podcast. And I was like, uh, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you have the wrong number, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but after I had done a couple, I, I don't know, maybe I was on like three or four or something. I was like, wow, I really like sharing my message. Right. Cause I, again, that was my mission was to share my message. I just didn't really know how I was going to do it other than maybe like YouTube videos and, and stuff. And she was like, I really think you should have your own show. And I was like, nobody's going to listen. Like, who cares, right? Like, I'm the youngest of seven. No one ever listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. And then I was like, why not? You know, there's that little, like, curiosity, like, hey, 
they don't have to listen, but some people will listen because people, mm-hmm. you know, I have heard from enough people that the my message, which is my life, right? It's it's nothing is fabricated, is important and it's impactful to the people that need to hear it. And that may not be you, it may not be my next door neighbor, but it is someone. And so for that person, that's why you need to do it. And I was like, well, now I have guilt. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand that. And we we are, we were obviously discussing obviously off air about the mental, you know, the mental, the mental for former athletes and athletes and things like that. And obviously I was telling you the story of like, you know, myself and how I struggled big after, you know, after basketball, after I retired and had to figure out what was the next move. Um, now, my my next question for you is this, like, obviously, the we're going to go back to this. The fact that you ran a marathon is sensational. I want to just say that. You know? <laughs> uh, we're going we're to talk about that because, like, you know, I do 5Ks and after 5Ks, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this for a minute, you know. <laughs> so we're going to go back to that. <laughs> but first, um, I wanted to discuss with you just um, how impactful is it what you do to, you know, obviously people who are regular, like you were saying, the lady who lost 30 pounds, but how is it, how is impactful is that to athletes as well? Because they obviously have a, you know, you, they've been one thing for so long to know what's yeah. the next thing. I could take this a hundred different ways. So for, do you want me to share from a nutrition mindset or both? But Both. We'll go both. Okay. All right. So I, I would say, first of all, there, there is, Generally for professional athletes, um, especially, mm-hmm. but, you know, even for those that don't go pro, that they have done a certain routine and regimen and had to follow plans that in a lot of cases, other people have set for them for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking to the level like Tom Brady had, right? Like most of us don't get that kind of training, but there is a, a certain recipe, if you will, that you have to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that goes away. And it's like, well, now what? Mm -hmm. Well, now you need to figure it out. And I don't, I don't think that is responsible on the, on the part of, you know, whoever you've been working with and for, I feel like there does need to be some sort of like, it's almost like repatriation, right? When like soldier and please, I'm going to upset somebody and I don't mean this to to offend anyone. Like soldiers come back from being deployed and they just go through the drive-through at Dunkin' Donuts. Like it's nothing. No, I don't know how they could possibly do that. Right. That is like a massive cultural shift that they've just gone through. How do you prepare them for everyday life? It's very similar where, you know, you have been in this controlled environment so to speak, mm-hmm. for a long period of time. In your case, you were you were in a completely different continent. Right? <laughs> now you're just yeah. supposed to come back to LA and just like integrate. Um, so the mindset piece is really important and acknowledging that this is this is not normal behavior to just like get plopped back into your life. There has to be, um, you know, you have to be aware that there are going to be, you know, pitfalls and like emotional struggles with mm-hmm. that. And that is completely mm-hmm. normal. Um trying to stuff that down and hide it, I think is where it gets abnormal. And that's where, you know, depression and all kinds of emotional issues, like kind of spiral when that isn't taken care of. So I would say first to your listeners, like acknowledging that what you're going through is normal 
is the most important thing. And there is no shame in feeling like lost and unsupported and like, what the hell am I going to do next? And so a lot of people turn to food and alcohol to self-soothe. They're like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to go through the drive-thru of McDonald's and I'm going to eat all the things and then I'll feel better. That's like, well, you might've felt a little better at the time, but you've done nothing to make forward progress on your, whatever obstacles you're facing. Mm -hmm. And so learning to not use those things as weapons and really respecting the role that food, food plays in your life, which is just to keep you alive. That's literally the only thing food is here for is to keep you alive. We make it mean other things, but it shouldn't, it, you know, we're putting unfair, unfair expectations on food. So knowing that it's just there to fuel you, just making choices that support your goals. Like I said, when you put sludge in, you get sludge out. So expecting, you know, to be able to run like a marathon in record time, putting all that sludge in isn't realistic. So just making healthier choices. Um, I tell people the first thing that I always recommend, if you want to like, you just feel lost and you want to feel better, you're not comfortable in your skin, your mindset maybe isn't where you want it to be. The first step is really your nutrition. And the reason I say that is the lining of your small intestine sheds every seven days. And so if you get your gut health in check, which is your small intestine, that's where you see the most immediate change in your emotional health because your hormones are created and absorbed in your small intestine. So it's almost like putting a little bit of Drano in there. Not, I, I should, I should say like, I don't actually mean drink Drano. <laughs> I want to point yes. that out. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get sued for that, but it's like when you clean up your gut health, it's like, it's like Drano, right? So it, repairs the lining of your small intestine so that your your hormones get created and absorbed and sent to the brain in a more efficient manner. Mm -hmm. So once you start to clean up your gut health, even just a little bit, I always get clients after the first couple of weeks of working together saying, oh, I feel so much better. I'm sure some of that has to do with the accountability of having me as their coach, but really it's because they've just cleaned up their intake a little bit and that really does make a big difference in their mindset. And then they start to get a little bit more curious about their mindset. Like, oh, I keep noticing I say this and that about myself. What is that about? I'm like, good. And then we start digging into that a little bit, right? And then before you know it, they're feeling a little stronger, a little healthier. And then they're like, I think I want to work out again. What should I do? Right? So I, do, I always pick away at it because I feel like, People who try to address all things at once, all three things at once, ultimately fail because mm -hmm. they like dive in the, the deep end and then they get really overwhelmed and they don't see results overnight. And so they quit. That actually makes a lot of sense. I think yeah. uh, us as people, we're kind of a microwave society in general. So we want yeah. results just like that. And I'd be like, yeah. you know, it's weird because like when you start working out, sometimes people even put on a pound or two. Um, I've seen that a lot, you know, where it's like, say you, you're 150 or whatever, and then you start working out and you go to 154 at the end of the week, like, what the heck? You know, like, I've been working out all week and I've gained four pounds. 
And yeah. So they, and you know, they, your body's saying inside, they're saying, what the heck? Right. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's exactly. just as shocked as you are. So it yeah, has to kind yeah. of like come back down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that what you're saying is so important uh, that it's you, people need that. Like you said, like uh, with the inflation in the stomach and things like that, because I, you know, USA, I don't know where the last time I checked, we were either number one or number two is the biggest country in the world as far as, you know, per person, you know, uh, the obesity the- rate in it for 2025 is projected to be 65% of all Americans. Now think about that. Yeah. 65%. That's insane. You know, that's, that's, that's over half the people. I know. Yeah. And they don't know what carbs, fats, and proteins are. I'm like, I just want to tell you. And then I just want you to do something with it and like not intentionally kill yourself. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, they don't realize the choices that they're making. Like, don't get me started on keto. I will go down a rat hole on keto. <laughs> you know, that's a treatment protocol for epilepsy. It's not even a diet. And it's this major diet craze. And it like, mm, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we won't, you know, you know, it's all good. You know, I think a lot of it, you know, you know, scheme of money making diet pills and yeah. energy pills and make you get more energy, make you lose carbs. And people are like, well, I can just take this pill every day and I'll lose weight. Like, you don't, it don't necessarily work like that. And so I think that uh, like what you're saying, like I said, super important. That's why I was like, get it out to the people. Cause yeah, there are, even totally. with former athletes, we put on, you know, weight towards the end. We need to get back in at least some deep. We don't have to get back in tip top, you know, but we could just get back in this, you know, some shape, you know. Yeah, decent like- shape. Be able to like run up the stairs without feeling winded. That's totally, the, that's all that needs to happen. <laughs> and just the final point. So people don't think I'm like a major keto hater. I, I am, but that's because it causes like heart disease and fatty mm. liver disease. It's, it's not a good way to lose weight and it doesn't teach you about the value of food. So okay. I just wanted to sneak that in there too. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> now I do have a question as just a personal question for myself, mm-hmm. as far as fruits go, right. Uh, I'm an apple guy, love apples, right. Grew up on them, love them. And uh, bananas, I love apples, bananas, obviously strawberries, number one, but I like more strawberry flavored stuff rather than yeah. just eating strawberries all, you know, apples is my thing. Apples and bananas. Now for a person, I guess, what would be the best fruit that's, uh, you know, that's maybe not super high in sugar, sugar uh, um, or something like that, or things like that where they can eat consistently and be like, Oh, let me just grab an apple, grab an apple, grab a banana or whatever. So I, personally don't like to work hard for my fruit, right? Like I don't want to do the work to peel an orange. That's that's like a lot of work. I'm I'm all sticky and like, like, this just doesn't stop. Right. 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 There are a lot of great, like there's a lot of vitamin C in oranges. So they're amazing. It's just, I don't want to keep washing my hands. Right. (laughs) I'm lazy. Um, I love bananas, um, you know, and like before a run having a banana because it turns in, you know, it's one of those, um, uh, 
uh, fast burning carbs. So I just want to make sure people know all fruits and all vegetables are carbs, but that doesn't mean they're bad. You just can't have truckloads of them and expect to fit into your genes, right? So it's like, <laughs> um, but I like bananas. Uh, one, I just think they're easy. Uh, they don't like, they're not heavy in my stomach and, and whatever. They're about the same, um, like sugar content as an apple. Um, but they're fast burning carbs. So they give you that like quick burst of energy before you go and do a workout. And then obviously you have protein after your workout, um, where, you know, berries, um, can be a little difficult cause they're kind of fibrous, right. And you can kind of read between the lines there. Like you probably don't want that before a workout. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like an apple or a banana or something like that. Easy. Um, okay. yeah. And then probably like, I, I have clients that are on, uh, on, uh, what's it called? Anti-inflammatory, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. meal plans and stuff. And so like, they'll eat a lot of berries. Berries are really good. They have lots of anti antioxidants. Um, so they're, they're good, but generally, you know, it's just about eating the things that you enjoy, but in reasonable amounts. Mm. So that woman that I was talking about earlier that didn't know certain things were carbs, when she went through everything she ate in a day, it was all fruits and vegetables. And she's like, look, I, I eat really well. I'm like, I mean, you do, they're healthy choices, but they're all carbs. She wasn't getting any protein and too much fat. Mm, so it's okay. not necessarily the amount of calories you consume, it's which calories. Mm, so okay. eating carbs, fats, and proteins in a balanced way like the example I use is if I put you on a 1400 calorie diet and you ate all carbs, you would blow up like a tick, right? It'd just be like, whoop. <laughs> but you put me on the same 1400 calorie diet and it's a balance of carbs, fats, and proteins, I lose weight, but we ate the same amount. So it's which calories because it, carbs, fats, and proteins all have different jobs to do in the body. So knowing what those are, and I teach that all the time so that people understand like, this is why I, I need to have this. And this is why too much of that will cause me to gain weight. Mm, okay. Like I said, these are, I mean, yeah, athletes are more healthier nowadays than especially where they were back in the seventies and where they were eating, you know, yeah. you know, donut sandwiches and, and things like that every day and steaks, you know, literally steak and <laughs> potatoes every day. You know what I'm saying? I remember. I don't know how they made it down the court. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Exactly, exactly. I remember, like in college, we had you know, you know, chicken, but we also had steaks. This is way back, obviously, like before games. So sometimes you would just, you know, you would be like, oh, you know, this is all the, you know, meat and that you can handle. You'd just be like. <laughs> No, this ain't, this ain't, it gotta be something different, you know? So, <laughs> gosh, I feel like I'm like in slow motion right now. I can't even run, yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, I guess I want to, you know, finish off the question. My last question for you is, mm -hmm. um, where do you want your, you know, where do you want this to go, you know, as far as like the future in the next five years, of you know what you're doing and and you know for you know for for your you know for your company 
Yeah. So uh, public speaking, doing a lot of public speaking around like in inspiring, I, I guess, I don't know that motivating is the right word, but like just illustrating to people, that's probably it, illustrating to people that the dreams they have are 100% within their reach. So letting them or, or giving them the guidance on how to go about realizing their true potential. Um, and, you know, that whole mindset piece, you know, I think it gets thrown around a lot and people don't really realize like everything that they need is already within them. And a lot of time, a lot of times they just need someone like me to kind of like parse it out. Mm-hmm. They just need help getting started. And so public speaking is a big part of 2024 and beyond for me. I have a book idea that hopefully I will do something with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm um, that. Yeah. And just, I just really, my mission is to get my message out to as many people as possible. And so, you know, however I can, you know, help educate people on the value of food and how it contributes or takes away from their goals is all I want to do. Then I'm one happy joyologist. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I love the joyologist thing, by the way. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? Like just, I just, I love the the words. It sounds like, like you know, like did you graduate in that? I'm pretty sure people <laughs> did. Did you major in joyology? <laughs> okay, you so know? when you talk about and beyond, I really do want to create the Institute for Joy too, so that there, like, I can breed other joyologists. Um, so if you know of any venture capitalists, I'm happy to have their funding to do it. <laughs> <laughs> have all the ideas. I just don't, you know, I, I have kids in college, so I have to focus on them first. Hey, I get it. I got to understand a hundred percent of that. You know, <laughs> you know, my son is, you know, he's in ninth grade. So in about three more, you know, four more years, oh, yeah. you'd be like, dad, I'd be like, son, you better get a scholarship. Yep. <laughs> you better work hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hope you know someone. Yeah, hope we know. Hope we know a guy who knows the guy. You know, so we'll see. We'll see with them. Well, I want to say thank you so much uh, for coming on. Like I said once again, uh, please, you know, let everybody where they can find you. How you know how they can help. You know, all that. Please let everybody know. Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram is the best way to connect with me. My Instagram is at the Colleen Greco. So T H E. C-O-L-E-E-N-G-R-E-C-O. My website is ColleenGreco.com and I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. I don't, I never figured out Twitter. I felt like nobody cared, right? (laughs) So like I never got on that bandwagon. (laughs) Well, yeah, look, now it's X. It's like a political platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, as I said, now it's called X and yeah. Yep. I just have one, just I don't really... You know, I'm not as honest as you know as much as everything else. I'm on more Instagram, Facebook is and LinkedIn is more than I am with, you know, yeah, X. So it's just, you know, for me it's just always weird, you know, with X and all that stuff. So anyway. Yeah. Um but yeah, you can follow me at Travis W Reed. Uh that's Travis W R E E D Reed on Instagram and Travis W Reed on Facebook. Uh, I post all my social media and things like that uh, on both those sites. I also, uh, I also have, uh, you know, my YouTube page, um, Travis Reed. Like I said, it's on, you know, it's on Facebook and, you know, it's on Facebook and, and uh, Instagram. Like if you want to look for my YouTube page as well, it's up there too. 
uh, I'll, I'll post it also in the, you know, in the comments for the show here as well. So you can just, you know, click the link, follow it, you know, subscribe to the show. And this show will be up on YouTube. Not sure when, but in the coming, definitely in the coming weeks or months. Uh, you know, so I'll definitely put the show up so you can watch it as well as listen to it. Um, also, if you're looking uh, on LinkedIn, you know, follow me on LinkedIn as well. Got a book club. So if you're interested in reading books, you know, former athletes or not former athletes, whatever, you want to know what we read, you have a book club, you can join, no cost, free, you know, anytime. Also, uh, you got that Travis Street Athletes Journey merch. Uh, if you're, you know, watching the show, uh, you can, like I said, you can order some. I'll send them out to you myself. You know, that's what I do personally. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, thank you very much for coming on. Hopefully we can get you on again. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I'm all about having fun. We have a great conversation, great dynamic. I'd love to come back. Yeah, all right, all right. There you go, folks. All right, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.